Today's mini-sode is our last mini-sode of Pride Month. Today is the 30th of June, so Pride Month ends today. And what better way to end Pride Month than with a little snippet of the life of the undisputed supermodel of the world, Miss Mama Roo. RuPaul was born RuPaul Andre Charles in November of 1960. She was born and raised in San Diego, California, but later moved to Atlanta, Georgia to study performing arts. Um, I may interchange she and he, and um, Ru herself has said that she doesn't mind being called she, he, just as long as you are calling her at all. <laughs> so we can we can use the pronouns he and she for her or him, whichever you prefer. I know RuPaul mainly as a drag star, so I personally call her she because generally that's how I see her. She moved to Atlanta, Georgia to study performing arts and then later finally settled in New York City and became a popular fixture in the nightclub scene. Of course. In 1993, this is really where her career catapulted. She released her first album, Supermodel of the World, and had her debut single off of that album, Supermodel, You Better Work. And I am sure the majority of us know that song, and it is still a staple today. And that song really just brought her into the mainstream. People knew who RuPaul was. She wasn't just an underground drag star in the city. She was a, a, a star, a mainstream star. And in 1994, she became the spokesperson for Mac Cosmetics for their Mac AIDS fund and actually was the first drag queen to land a major cosmetics campaign. So again, the early 90s was her time to show the world that drag queens are our mainstream. It's not an underground thing. She then received her own talk show on VH1 called The RuPaul Show, which was run for over 100 episodes. And she co-hosted the morning show on KTU with Michelle Visage. And I'm sure we all know Michelle from, at least from RuPaul's Drag Race, but Michelle was also a singer in the early 90s as well with her group Seduction. So as of 2017... Rue has released 14 studio albums. 14. And that includes Foxy Lady in 1996, Champion in 2009, Glamazon in 2011, Born Naked in 2014, and American in 2017. 14 studio albums. That's incredible. 
And as we may know Rue as a drag performer, we actually have seen her a lot uh, in and out of drag in films and television. Uh, she was in the 1994 movie Crooklyn. Uh, she was also in the Brady Bunch movie in 95. And uh, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite movies in 95. She was also in Tuong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. And if you guys haven't seen that movie, oh, you need to see that movie. That is absolutely incredible. Patrick Swayze, John Leguizamo, Wesley Snipes play drag queens and they go to this small town and they just create this beautiful life there for the this small town community and just it's it's such a good movie and it's such a heartwarming movie but it's also amazing to see Wesley Snipes and drag (laughs) that's one of my favorite parts of that um but really see that movie to Wong Fu thanks for everything Julie Newmar phenomenal phenomenal movie she was also in um girl boss on netflix which great show if you guys haven't seen that you should definitely check that out she's also published three books uh letting it all hang out in 1995 working it rupaul's guide to life liberty and the pursuit of style in 2010 and guru in 2018 As of now, I don't know, you know, how young or old our listeners are right now, but you may not know Rue from her earlier days in the 90s, but I'm sure you know her from her current show, RuPaul's Drag Race. That show has gone on to produce 12 seasons as of this year, and of course it's had many spinoffs, including RuPaul's Drag U, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, which is currently running its fifth season, and RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Drag Race, uh, which just ended. Uh, There were four episodes of that, and you can find that on... um, I watched it on Amazon. You can find it on Amazon. Um, It's a VH1 production, so I'm sure you can find it on their app as well. And he's also hosted series um, such as Skin Wars, which was also such a great show, uh, Good Work, and Gay for Play game show starring RuPaul. And in 2019, he had a daytime talk show. And unfortunately, it was canceled after three weeks. But that's fine. We love him. We love him just the same. And we love him in primetime. personally I love him in primetime more than I do in in daytime so so as I mentioned before uh Rue is indifferent to gender specific pronouns and he actually so he's quoted as saying you can call me he you can call me she you can call me Regis and Kathy Lee I don't care just as long as you call me so again I have already switched back and forth between she and he pronouns for her and that's just, he, he doesn't mind that. Rue is all about not conforming to specific gender roles and to specific gender identities. He just wants to be known. <laughs> and he is. He is well known. So in 1993 to 1997, um, 
he recorded the dance house album Supermodel of the World, and it was released through Tommy Boy, the uh, label Tommy Boy. And Supermodel, You Better Work became like an anthem. The music video catapulted on MTV. And if you guys do remember this time, this was when like grunge and like early 90s, like raw gangster rap was really, really popular. So seeing a drag queen performing dance music on MTV was not exactly what the time was calling for. But to be honest with you, it was desperately needed. And it peaked at 45 on the Billboard Hot 100. So it was necessary in that time. (laughs) And it was, it was such a great song. And it still holds today. It's, it's still such a, such an awesome song. In 2008, RuPaul began producing RuPaul's Drag Race, which if you guys don't know, it is a reality competition show for drag queens. Basically, every week they go through challenges um, that drag stars should know how to do. So like designing their costumes, acting, improv, singing, dancing, um, all, all, all kinds of things. My favorite episode every season is Snatch Game. And if you guys, again, haven't seen the show, you should see the show. First of all, you should definitely watch the show. But you should also um, try to like YouTube or Google some of the Snatch Game um, episodes because they are just out of this world. They're amazing. So they're trying to find uh, America's next drag superstar. And so they go through these challenges. And then at the end of the episode, Rue and a panel of judges um, finds who the winner is of that challenge and the bottom two. And so the bottom two then have to lip sync for their life. So they have to lip sync against one another and whoever's performance is better. Rue keeps that person on the show. And then the person who loses, unfortunately, goes home that episode. It's amazing. The show is amazing. So currently, you can obviously still see RuPaul on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, Right now, as I mentioned before, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 5 is currently running. Um, So the show used to be on Logo, but it got switched over to VH1. So the earlier seasons are on Logo, and the later, I want to say it's probably been maybe four-ish seasons now um, that have been on VH1. Um. The first season to switch to VH1 was a little different and a lot of fans were not thrilled with it, but thankfully they got back on track and they got back to their old, I don't know if like their showrunner changed or whatever it was, or they just realized it wasn't working in the new format. But anyway, it changed back to what it was and when the fans really, really loved it. And so it's back to normal and it's just it's such a great show. And in January of this year, RuPaul created a Netflix drama comedy called AJ and the Queen. And she stars in it as a drag queen touring the country with an unlikely young sidekick. Unfortunately, on March 6th, Netflix announced that the series had been canceled. 
Rue is considered to be the most commercially successful drag queen in the United States, and that doesn't at all surprise me. She has been credited with creating wider exposure for drag queens from LGBT culture into mainstream society. I would say mainly because of what she's done with RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, Obviously, when she was creating her first few albums in the early 90s, she was really, you know, she was showing the world that drag queens can be mainstream. But I think that RuPaul's Drag Race success has really brought that um, culture into into the mainstream. You know, the show really shows that this is such a beautiful art form and it should be celebrated. And it really has made its its impact in showing people about acceptance and not just acceptance in the LGBT community, but acceptance of all people. Um, she, you know, she obviously has um, gay and transgender um, queens on the show, but especially with um, the secret celebrity um, drag race, whatever that was called that she just had. Um, it was celebrities. So they weren't drag queens. They weren't, you know, this kind, they weren't performing this kind of art. So some of them were female. Some of them were straight males. Um, you know, all walks of life. There are people from, from all over the world who are on the show, Australia, Asia, I believe this past season, one of the girls was from Iran, which was absolutely beautiful to see her performing um, in a hijab. The challenge for that episode was Stars and Stripes. So they had to walk the runway in, um, you know, original looks that showed off their their interpretation of stars and stripes and jackie cox who is um an iranian um canadian actually she's from canada um walked to the runway in a beautiful kaftan and hijab and it just this show really encompasses everything that the LGBT community is about. And that is acceptance of everyone, all colors, all races, all sexualities, all genders. Be you and feel comfortable to be you. That's what this show is about. And that's what RuPaul has really tried to ingrain in especially our society here in the U.S. because we, you know, without getting political, (laughs) we are a country full of immigrants and that's how our country was founded. And without immigrants, we wouldn't have this country. We wouldn't have built what we have in this country. So Rue really just wants to bring it out of everybody, their inner beauty and and freedom and just to be comfortable as as they are and not worry about conforming to what society believes they should be, but knocking down those barriers and showing society that it's okay to be 
Muslim. It's okay to be black. It's okay to be non-binary. It's okay to just be human. And I think that's what resonated with me so much about this show. And that's why I love this show so much because while it's a competition, obviously, and you know, these, these Queens are very catty towards one another. That's part of the show. And it's hilarious. Um, There are also really sensitive moments on the show where they discuss, you know, sometimes not being accepted by their families or um, having issues at, school or or with police um you know just the concerns that they have in that community of not being accepted by people that vow to love and protect them but they call rue mama rue because she is that protector she takes them on as her children because she feels that if they're not accepted by their families, they have a new family. She is accepting of everyone regardless. And it's just, it's such a beautiful, wonderful thing to see that she is so supportive of them. And again, if they are shunned by their culture or their families or whatever it is, she's there with open arms to bring them in and show them that there is a loving home for them. And that's within this community. Rue won his first Emmy for the show in 2016. And one year later, the show garnered eight nominations, including Outstanding Reality Competition Program for the first time in its 11-season run. And Rue won again in the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Host for a Reality or Reality Competition Program. And in 2017, he was included in the annual Time 100 list of the most influential people in the world. And in 2019, Fortune said that Rue is, quote, easily the world's most famous drag queen. So not only was the world noticing this community, but television was noticing that this show was making such an impact that it warranted more attention and more, you know, awards. Um, But in reality, you know, it really it, it. it brought something to mainstream media and to primetime that wasn't there before. You know, there are reality competition shows all over the place, but this was something that was much different. And I say it a lot that I feel like this show um, really encompasses that love within the community. There are not very many reality competition shows where the contestants get along and root for one another. And of course, there's always going to be drama. There's always going to be some sort of conflict. That's just how these shows are supposed to go. But I feel like on 
RuPaul's Drag Race, there's so much more of that love and support within the community from each of the contestants than in other reality shows, reality, competition shows. So it really just, again, encompasses that, that sense of community and the, the acceptance within. And so I'm going to end this with a little bit of information about Rue's personal life, because not a lot of people know a lot about his personal life. Um, he doesn't really talk too much about it. Rue has been with his husband, George Labar, since 1994, and they met at the Limelight nightclub in New York City. They got married in January of 2017. And they have an open marriage. Rue has said that he did not want to put restraints on the person he loves. So they they have an open marriage. And Labar is a painter and runs uh, a ranch <laughs> in Wyoming. And Rue has described his drag as very, very political because it challenges the status quo by rejecting fixed identities. And he has said, quote, drag says, I'm a shapeshifter. I do whatever the hell I want at any given time. So again, just bringing in that non-conformity in this community. And Rue has been sober since 1999, which I did not know. So RuPaul, supermodel of the world, mother to so many children, is a staple in the community and has really revolutionized what we know of the LGBT community. She has brought it into the mainstream. She has forced people to see what the reality is of this community and we honor her and we admire her and she is just that person that you want rooting for you she is everyone's cheerleader and that's a phenomenal thing and so that concludes our minisode on rupaul our last mini-sode of Pride Month, our last episode of Pride Month. <laughs> um, and so I just want to wish everybody a happy Pride again. And I hope that you celebrated this month in a fantastic way, in a fabulous way. I hope you enjoyed your Pride Month. And we should have Pride all year long. It shouldn't just be one month. So celebrate all year. Wear those rainbows wear those colors, be kind, be you, and just accept everybody for who they are and respect everybody. That's what Mama Roo would want. Thanks, guys.